the attic is not a section of our home we go into very often, it's generally not on our minds. Here's something that should be on our minds. The quality of the air inside our attics can affect the quality of the air we're breathing in our living space. Hi there, welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Airing It Out with AirVent. My name is Paul Shelsey. I host AirVent's Attic Ventilation Ask the Expert seminars offered every winter to residential roofing professionals all across North America since 1998. For most of us, the attic in our home is not on our mind. We generally do not think about the attic very often. But the air in the attic can have an impact on the air in our living space, including unhealthy consequences. I'm talking about poor indoor air quality in the living space that is the result of mold and mildew in the attic. To help us explore this topic more, let's welcome to the podcast Tracy Pionic. Project Manager at True North Roofing in Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Welcome to the podcast, Tracy. Thanks for having me, Paul. It's my absolute pleasure. I'm listening to the podcast all the time, so I'm excited to be here. Thank you very much, Tracy. We're, we're thrilled to have you with us. Tracy, our listeners may be wondering, perhaps, what's going to cause the attic to have mold or mildew? The short answer is excessive moisture that is not properly vented to the outdoors through a balanced system of intake and exhaust vents. Tracy, you've attended the air vent seminar when we swing through Bloomington, Minneapolis with the program, and, th and thank you for that. In the seminar, we discuss how the average family of four generates between two to four gallons of water vapor every day just by living in the house through activities including cooking, showering, laundry, Breathing and perspiration account for over a gallon a day alone. This water vapor is attracted to a cooler, drier place, and that's the attic in the winter months. And that's the root of the indoor air quality concerns in the living space if the moisture rising into the attic is not vented to the outdoors. If it lingers, it can generate mold and mildew, and that mold and mildew can go unseen for a long time before it catches the homeowner's attention. Tracy, what's been your experience in the houses and attics you've seen as it pertains to mold and mildew resulting from excessive moisture that maybe wasn't properly vented to the outdoors? Yeah, we typically see it... Um when it when it becomes winter time because we get the lovely ice dams which then starts to get people to think about you know my roof i need to to rake it and when we come in to do the attic inspection that's one thing we ask about is do you get ice dams and then we conduct a an attic inspections where we can see um typically you'll get the rusty nails is what we notice first um you get all types of insulation inside the attic so um sometimes that can get wet but a lot of times it's the original insulation from 100 years ago, and it's going to, you know, look like it has water damage, but um, we'll get calls first of leaky vents, and it's, it's not your vent, actually. It's you need more vents, and which is always hard to explain, And yes. um, but we tell them, yeah, you, you need more vents, so let's get more vents because it, where it's leaking is you don't have a vent there to let the moisture out. 
Tracy, that's interesting. Uh, the, the, the common homeowner does associate it being a leak in the roof through the vent perhaps, but actually it's not a leak. It's too it's excessive moisture in the attic. But to the common homeowner, me included, before I was in the industry, uh, I have a leak. There, there's a leak. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Tracy, there's an expression, out of sight, out of mind. Our attic is out of sight. And it's reasonable that it's also out of mind. But homeowners should check the attic a few times during the year to see if anything is odd or wrong. If there is mold on the underside of the roof deck, is the attic insulation wet, like you just mentioned, Tracy, damp, darkened? And if it's not easy for homeowners to go into the attic, and it might not be, maybe someone can help with this task. One of our key messages to roofing contractors is try to include an attic inspection during every roofing project when it's safe and practical to do so. Tracy, would you mind, please, for our listeners, could you walk us through your thought process during an attic inspection and maybe specific to excessive moisture along the way that possibly triggers indoor air quality concerns? Yeah, and we typically, whenever a, a customer calls into our office to schedule an appointment, um, our office knows one of the questions they ask is, do you have access to get into your attic? so that they know right away we are planning to get into your attic because most of the time it's not a nice easy door that you get to get into. It's in a closet that has all of their boxes of storage. So we tell them, make sure you get that cleared out of the way so we have access. Sure. Um, and then typically we'll go up into their attic because some of the things we're looking for is the moisture and to see if you have any airflow up there um, and just to see if you have, you know, your, it's like I, I have a bathroom vent Okay, well, you do, but you go up into the attic and it's just being vented right into your ceiling, which before I got in this industry, I remember the first home that I had, it was being vented. I was like, well, it's just being, it's in the attic, so it's fine. It's not in the house, but that's the worst spot for it. So, you know, to make sure all of those vents are connected, because sometimes I know it's happened where the, the roofing crew hasn't reconnected the vent. So we make sure that all of those are are reconnected. So um, the moisture is getting out. So those are the typical things we look for and to see if there's been any other um, moisture related issues, even if it was in the past um, or previous contractors, because that's you don't want to put a brand new roof on if it's going to have mold or leaking issues to begin with. So you wanna, Sure, you want to you address that first before the new roof. Uh, mm -hmm. Tracy, thank you for bringing up bath fans. A, a past episode of ours is specifically about bath fans. Again, homeowners, okay, I, I do have a functioning bath fan in my bathroom. Great. That's part one. But part two, as you just mentioned, where is the bath fan ductwork exiting to? And as you mentioned, Tracy, we want that moisture exiting the house to the exterior. Otherwise, it could become problematic. Now, I do want to tap the brakes. Uh, j just to be uh, realistic, I'm going to tap the brakes and point out for our listeners that just because we have mold in the attic doesn't mean you're going to have air quality problems in the living space. But then I'm also going to say, why risk the possibility? Why, why risk that at all? In a previous episode, Tracy, and we've talked about this offline, you and I preparing for this today. It's episode number nine of the Air Vent Podcast Library. 
Check it out if you want to. Our guest, Jerry Becker, Roof Life of Oregon in Tigard, Oregon, shared an example where mold in the attic was causing an indoor air problem for the homeowner. The homeowner was using an oxygen apparatus that was with her everywhere she went. And doctors were never able to diagnose why the apparatus was even necessary. But during the total roof replacement and attic ventilation fix, Roof Life of Oregon spotted mold, mildew, and a soaked roof deck from excessive moisture. One year after the complete fix, the homeowner telephoned Jerry asking him to swing by. And when he did, the homeowner wanted to show Jerry that she no longer was dependent on the oxygen apparatus to breathe normally in the house. And admittedly, that might be an extreme example, Tracy. Do you have firsthand experiences with homeowners struggling with indoor air quality because of mold, mildew, excessive moisture in the attic? Yeah, uh, we work with a lot of homes in Minneapolis and St. Paul, and they're old homes. So yes. a lot of them, a lot of homeowners chalk it up to, well, it's an old home. It's gonna, it's gonna smell, you know, damp and and mildew. But you know, it may still. But typically, you get that air flowing out of there where where it's stuck. That you have much better better airflow. In fact, we had one homeowner that said after we did their their roof. Um, that their radon mitigation system started, you know, blowing a lot more air through. And, um, you know, she said her her numbers went down, not that, you know, she had big issues because she had that radon, but it was working much better and getting the, the bad air out of there. So it actually helps your other systems work properly as well. Sure, sure. Yeah, I recall that uh, Jerry Becker said that as soon as he stepped into the attic that day, Tracy, he, he distinctly smelled something that was off. And, you know, sometimes when we live in our home, you know, we, we're, we're in our homes all day. Maybe we become accustomed to that smell and it takes an outsider to say, whoa, something might not be right here. Have you experienced that, too? Yeah, I mean, you you go into houses and, you know, not really thinking of it. And it's like, all right, I think you got a moisture issue and. Um, you know, we had other homeowners that came um, and asked us about their skylights, and luckily their skylights were showing moisture, so they could also kind of predict, okay, we need to get more airflow in here because you're already getting moisture, you know, building up on your skylight. Just think about what it's doing into your attic, which it likes that space much more because it's dark and a um, nice place for it to hide. So, Sure, yes. Tracy, just to sort of recap where we are for our listeners, we're going to generate about two to four gallons of water vapor daily by living in the house. That water vapor can make its way into our attics in the colder months. If it's properly vented to the outdoors through a balanced system of intake and exhaust vents, there should be no problems. We, we should be good to go. But as a safety measure, we... I'm talking about homeowners and the industry contractors. We should check our attics periodically. Tracy, as we wrap up this episode of our podcast discussing about moisture and mold and air quality, is there anything you'd like to add for our listeners about the connection between the air in our attic and the air in our living space or anything else you'd like to share? 
Yeah, I mean, as as contractors, we have a, a service, a duty to make sure that the roof that we put on is going to be a sound roof. That's what's protecting everything that they care about, that the homeowner cares about, is their roof. So putting back on the same old, knowing that it's bad ventilation is not doing the customer a service. I mean, I've seen new roofs go up with the same bad ventilation and I'll talk to homeowners about ventilation and they'll say, well, I've had five other contractors here and nobody's once mentioned, you know, the, the ventilation, which yes, it's a good selling point to, to get you in the door to, you know, for your, to do the roof for them. Um, but the other thing is that the homeowners just, they aren't going to know. They're not thinking about ventilation. Most think I need to cover it up because it's going to let cold air into my roof. But like yeah. I explain it to them, it's like when you, in the spring, when you're like, I'm going to get, the window open so that we can get some airflow through. You don't just open one window. You open one right. window, okay, you get maybe a little breeze, but you want to get that cross breeze. And that's how I explain the intake and the exhaust. You need to have the cross breeze to get the moisture out and the heat out. Um, so you need both windows open for intake and exhaust. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, th thank you, Tracy, for mentioning about the common thought of some homeowners. I don't want the vents open in the winter. It's going to let cold air in. We we hear that frequently when homeowners call our hotline. You know, Energy Star, which is all about high efficiency homes, mm -hmm. has as one of their steps to take to fight ice dams. You're in Minnesota. I grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, two northern climates. We get ice dams up there. Energy Star wants us as a way to fight ice dams to let cold air into the attic from the outdoors to fight ice dams. And we have a whole episode about that. I don't want to talk much more about it, but I wanted to reference it since you brought it up. Thank mm -hmm. you about that also. Tracy, this has been really interesting. Thank you so much. I, I don't think the common homeowner associates the attic air as being an impact on the living space air. Thank you for helping us shed more light, more attention to that. Really do appreciate your time. Thank you for being our guest today. Thank you for sharing with us your experiences and your knowledge and on behalf of AirVent, the roofing industry and homeowners. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. While we may not think about our attics very often, please think about this. The air quality in our attics impacts the air quality we breathe every day inside our living spaces. Take the necessary steps to ensure the air quality is good. Well, that wraps up this episode. Please leave a review on YouTube or whatever platform you used to listen to this episode. Be sure to let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Maybe you'd like to be a guest one day like Tracy was a guest. Or maybe you know someone who would make a great guest. Drop us a note on our podcast page of our website, airvent.com. You can also reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And please come back for more Airing It Out with AirVent. I'm Paul Chelsea. Thanks for listening.